Hello there. I'm Colleen. And I'm Anders. We're nerds who love science fiction and fantasy stories, so of course, we love Star Wars. And if there's one thing the internet definitely does not have enough of, it is nerds talking about Star Wars. So, we journey every week to a galaxy far, far away to discuss what's new in the Star Wars canon and beyond. This is yet another Star Wars podcast. Woo! This week, we're taking a look at the next episode of the newest Disney Plus Star Wars show, Visions. The episode is The Elder. Anders, you ready to go beat up an old man? You know what? That guy was a dick, and I'm pretty sure he would be like, back in my day, we used to just smack people around when they were rude like that. So you know what? He deserved it. Let's get it on. (laughs) I agree. He's an asshole, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) He really is. Okay. So starting off with our technical details, this film was produced by Trigger Inc., the same studio that made the twins. Interesting. It was written and directed by Masahiko Atsuka. And the voice cast for Dan, Dan, everyone, (laughs) Star Wars character's name is Dan. I'm hoping that it's short for something. (laughs) Tajin and the old man. And the original Japanese were Yuchi Nakamura, Takaya Hashi, and Kenichi Ogata. In the English dub, those characters were voiced by Jordan Fisher, David Harbour, Love, and James Hong, I also Love. I can't get over the three of the, like, it, Jordan yeah. Fisher, David Harbour, and James Hong, like, insane. all known for very different things, but just yes. an absolutely insane place cast to be like, hey, you guys want to do a 15-minute Star Wars short? Yes. And they were like, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Sign us up. I think this is the best voice cast of all of the shorts like everyone put together i think they have the best turnout i mean there is some incredible voice acting throughout all of them i just think this trio is like holy shit this is really good (laughs) love it plus i can totally see them all playing versions of these characters in like a live action oh totally i can totally see that happening uh this film has a runtime of about 16 minutes like pretty like short and sweet but very good excellent yes all right so let's get into the plot here so we start off we have tajan crosser and his padawan dan gavash so gavash there you go yeah (laughs) (laughs) so they're exploring the outer rim dan is restless he really wants to get out and have some action but tajan costs him really against being reckless and we get this great thing about tajan having like explored more planets than anybody else Mm-hmm. So, of course, he is that expert knowledge of what is really out there. Mm-hmm. And then Tajin feels a great disturbance in the force, which Dan immediately jumps to and says, maybe it's a Sith. Yeah. And the two Tajin's decide, like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, like, let's not let's not uh, let's not go crazy here. Mm-hmm. But they do decide they're going to go down to the planet Habo to investigate. Uh, after they land, the master and the apprentice approach this village where Tajin warns Dan the locals are very shy. So he has been here before and he knows a little bit about them. So while he's talking to a couple of villagers, Dan manages to actually break through some of those defenses and connects with some of the local kids. Also totally random detail. So he's looking at them kind of, they're off to his left and he winks with his right eye. And it's like a very strange thing to me. Like he doesn't do the wink with the left eye that's like closer to the kids. He does it with the other one. I noticed that this time and I'm just like, huh, that was a choice. Dan is unconventional. <laughs> anyway, 
Tajin learns that the that an old man has recently landed a ship nearby and has kind of disappeared up into the mountains. This, the two decide to split up. Tajin's going to go to the ship and Dan will search for the old man. After he calls Tajin an old man, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he finds the ship, Tajin comes with Dan that he says it matches old hollows of Sith tech. So Dan needs to be careful. Mm-hmm. Now, for his part, Dan's come across a Vamga carcass that seems to have been killed by a lightsaber, one of the only things that can get through its hide. Mm-hmm. Dan's going in to look closer, but he's interrupted with the arrival of said old man behind him. Oops. <clears throat> oh my god. <laughs> Terrifying. The Absolutely. old man reveals himself, pulls out two red lightsabers, and is identified as a Sith by Dan. The man reflects on how the Sith tore themselves apart and forgot their destiny, and the two begin to fight. He cuts down Dan before Tajin can arrive and join in the fight. Tajin continues the duel and ultimately bests the old man with an assist from the wounded Dan. Great teamwork mm-hmm. here, guys. Later, the master muses to his apprentice that ultimately the old man was beaten by his old age, as nothing lasts forever. He tells Dan to never forget his training and his kindness, very important, and the two of them leave the planet to continue their exploration. Mm-hmm. Such so a great message. Mm-hmm. Tajan's a great teacher. Very. Very Qui-Gon. Oh, yeah. Okay. He definitely looks like he's modeled after Qui-Gon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Getting into our reactions here. I just really like this one. The, the Dan character is just so relatable. He's that young gun who wants to get out there and make his mark, but absolutely does not know the full scope of what he's saying or what he's trying to do yet. And, you know, usually it takes him getting hurt or his master, in fact, getting killed to Mm -hmm. gain that perspective, which thankfully the master does not get killed here. He can still learn. He can still he can still be taught. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the animation in this one was just beautiful. I loved it. The fight sequences were absolutely amazing. That old man is terrifying (laughs) to look at. Um, just Absolutely. it was a it was a brilliant brilliant short i agree i love this short <laughs> i love it it gets right to the point it has three very intriguing characters voice work is stellar i love james hong he is fantastic you have definitely heard him before if you have watched kung fu panda mulan uh if you watch star wars rebels he is as morgan and he's in a ton of live action as well. James Hong is definitely oh, yeah. a that guy. Very like, much so. He is he is one of like he was one of those like we need a kind of stiff Asian dad. Yes. Or an Asian grandpa, and that's him. With a heart of gold. <laughs> Ultimately with a heart of gold, yes. Yes. Usually very prickly also. <laughs> and also Tajin is just plain hot, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Colleen Thirst over another animated character. Here we go. <laughs> I, I love Tajin. I think he's fantastic. I really liked the dynamic between all the characters. I love how the elder, even though he like basically said, fuck the Sith, he protected his Sith identity by destroying not only his ship, but his body as well. Like he's ready. He has the suicide buttons ready to go. Like if Tajin tried to tell anyone on the Jedi Council that he'd fought a Sith, they'd be like, <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> Nobody would believe him. He has no evidence now, except for like the crumbled ashes of this body and a destroyed ship. Like he's got nothing. Got absolutely nothing except him and his Padawan's word. Yeah. 
and no one's going to believe Dan. Let's be fair. <laughs> yeah, let's be real here. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Well, before we move on, we're going to take a quick ad break to hear about some other podcasts from the Forgotten Entertainment family. It's the most wonderful time of the year. We've got movies forgotten and hot takes verboten. You just have to hear. It's the most wonderful time of the year. We've got loads of fantastic films for all. From the ghost and the darkness to the Amish and witness, we'll cover it all. Season 11 will be the best of them all. Happy Holidays from Forgotten Cinema. Hi, I'm Shamar Griffith, codenamed Comic Shams. And I'm Andrew Tejada, codename Arate. I'm a Blurred with a love for artwork and comics and animation. And I'm a writer and Blurred with a love for pretty much the same things. We grew up together and spent most of our formative years watching and talking about DC superhero shows and content. In fact, we still do. Every episode, we will discuss a DC production, compare it to its original source material, and share our thoughts on the adaptation. We've enjoyed our conversations these past couple of decades, and we think you will too. This season will put a shock to our system by covering Static Shock, the animated series on yet another DC animated podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So next, we're going to move on to our question section. I'll start with the anime studio behind the magic. We've talked about Trigger before in our twins pod. So let's talk about the differences in styles on these two shorts, because holy crap, I would never have thought they were made by the same studio. They're very (laughs) different. The twins was closer to what many people would call like the actual anime style, like what they're more familiar with, larger eyes, exaggerated character animation, a little manic and showy, whereas the elder was more subdued, more chilling, more realistic. The character design was not exaggerated in Tajan and Dan. They kind of gave the elder that more interesting, unusual look, but even he was still like he looked like a regular person. He wasn't like out of control with the character design. I really liked that. We're going to move on to our Japanese cultural or anime influences. I love the clothes in this (laughs) short. Fantastic. The Jedi robes and the Sith robes too was great. They got a very Japanese look. Definitely. So cool. Jedi robes are initially inspired by Buddhist monks because of course the Jedi are very buddhist inspired (laughs) the design is apparent in all three of the main characters some elements of japanese clothing design are woven into jedi robes from the samue which is a simple outfit worn by the buddhist clergy like yes this is the basic jedi outfit to the more substantial tanbi coat which resembles the kind of jedi cape-like outerwear that obi-wan likes to shrug out of (laughs) (laughs) very much like that i love it however the jedi are very much more function over style usually Unless you are Obi Wan <laughs> like, or Anakin, let's be real, Anakin. Anakin. Yeah, they Anakin look they look style. very stylish. Like it's cut beautifully. Whereas a lot of the other Jedi are like, it doesn't need to be cut. It's just fine because they're they're monks. They're not supposed to be worrying about worldly possessions. For the most part, though, the Jedi are like beige and brown, 
for some reason it works for you and McGregor. Everything works for you, McGregor. <laughs> Sometimes there's a little bit of black thrown in. Yep. If you want to show that someone might be edging towards the dark side. <laughs> Uh, and then another big cultural influence here, we have the respect for their elders. So Dan may make fun of Tajin for being quote unquote old, mm. but one of the chief lessons he learns is to not discriminate against age. Yeah, you got taken down by the old guys. Seriously. Real old. <laughs> yeah. Ancient. <laughs> the elder makes very short work of Dan, showing him that age and wisdom can take down youth at times. Mm. Tajin also reminds Dan that strength and youth both fade and that aging is natural. It just kind of happens to everybody. Yep. It will eventually take us all. It will. Like, kind of a downer. <laughs> but you accept that, and then you enjoy your life, and then that's, fu- that's fine. Everything's fine. Exactly. Everything's fine. <laughs> uh, next up, we would normally here talk about droids, maybe some aliens here, but there really aren't that many. There's no real droids here. Um, despite being a massive presence in Star Wars and in pretty much all of the other shorts, there are no real droids. There are no really cool aliens. While that I, that can be a little disappointing with a Star Wars project, I think in this case it it helps a little bit because it keeps the story nice and tight. We're moving forward. We're just focused on these three characters. There's no side things, and we can just stay focused. And I think that the pacing for this really benefits from that. Yes, it moves along really quickly. Yeah. Like, I was surprised to see the runtime. I'm like, really? It was that long? Yeah, this one is moving. And then next up, we have our Star Wars connections, callbacks, and homages. Starting off, we hinted at this one earlier that I sense a disturbance in the Force. Mm -hmm. I'm really curious what that actually feels like. Cold. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like a cold thing, or is like, can you act? Does it actually feel almost like like you're in water? And you can kind of like actually physically feel like a ripple. Right. That'd be kind of cool if it was like that. And you have to wonder like how the elder perceives it too. Because he's like, I felt someone with strength in the forest. It's obviously not you. (laughs) 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 The elders freaking takedowns are savage. They're great. They're like the perfect, like, I'm an old man. I do not have time for you. Really? He really does not. He's basically looking for something or someone to kill him at this point. And he didn't think it would be Dan. But... Well, to be fair, it wasn't. Yeah, it it was. I mean, he helped, but (laughs) it was not. That's another thing that's actually really unusual about this as as like a Star Wars thing is that the Padawan doesn't like rise up and do the thing. It is very much still the master that does it. Yep. He helps. But no, he, he hasn't quite learned his lesson yet. I think he had, like, he's starting to be like, oh, shit, I got to be more careful. <laughs> Maybe not wander off into the mountains next time. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay, next up, we have the timeline question. Where, when does this short take place? I think it has to be before or maybe during the prequel trilogy, since we have an active Jedi and his Padawan who think the Sith are extinct. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's before. I think it's pre-Phantom Menace. I think so, too. It could be said even before the High Republic. It could, since the Outer Rim is considered a new and exciting place for Dan. And Tajin is, like, one of the few Jedi who've been to so many planets. I think it definitely could fit either during High Republic, before High Republic, like, sometime within there. I think so. Mm -hmm. And speaking of, I mean, the Sith are extinct. Sure, Tajin. 
sure that mm. yes they that that always ends up being true every single time that you mm-hmm. think the Sith are extinct they are actually gone mm-hmm. this should be familiar to all the prequel viewers mm-hmm. in fact even the sequel trilogy viewers after Rise of Skywalker yeah no one on the Jedi Council seems ready to believe that the Sith could possibly actually still be active well guess what yeah. they are they never stopped mm-hmm. yeah they're there they're just sleeping <laughs> They're a sleeping rising dragon. I mean, come on now. Okay, next we have Dan's eagerness to jump right into a fight. It's very classic young Padawan, just like Obi-Wan, Ahsoka, Luke, and Anakin at that age. Like, they're all ready to prove themselves. Mm-hmm. And their poor masters are like, we're tired. Can you not? <laughs> <laughs> like, Obi-Wan's transition from eager Padawan to tired teacher is fantastic. <laughs> Next up, just like pretty much every other short here, we have a bad feeling about this. As always, there's always a bad feeling. As there should be, the Elder is terrifying. (laughs) We do have very Star Wars, so an unusual and deadly creature. I love it. I wish we got to see more of it. The Vamga is a large quadruped. Looks like it's got some pretty nasty claws, who Tajin said wouldn't attack unless provoked. Like, okay, I don't know if I believe you, but okay. <laughs> like, you're the man, you know about this planet, it's fine. The elder, however, has no trouble defeating one. Absolutely so not. His, like, speed and, yeah, he's able to take down this deadly predator, who I'm sure he provoked into attacking him. <laughs> Almost definitely. And speaking, the reason why, that seemingly old, crippled, broken down man is actually very, very quick with a lightsaber. This is very Yoda, very Palpatine. Mm-hmm. very the uh the old men who used to be at like the fencing bouts that i would go to who like shaking with arthritis but put that thing in their hands and they are lightning quick you're like holy shit yeah <laughs> he mentions that the sith forgot their destiny perhaps pointing to another idea where in time we could be if he remembers the sith before the rule of two this could be very far in the past with regards mm-hmm. to the skywalker saga which i kind of like i do too i really want to like- explore that era more Yes, give us like freaking Darth Bane era. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my God. Brian Johnson, write me a Darth Bane trilogy. Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then we have Dan again. The way he throws his saber to help his master is reminiscent of Obi Wan giving Anakin his lightsaber in Attack of the Clones. That one's for Flo. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think Flo would like this short. I think Flo would too. I think Flo would very much appreciate a live action Dan. Yes, definitely. Especially if it was Jordan Fisher. <laughs> He's adorable, everyone. Check him out on The Flash. He played uh, Impulse last season. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, he was in Hamilton. So he can sing, he can dance. He was in like... Hamilton. He was in the, he was in the, the Fox live action Grease mm-hmm. as one of the, uh, the T-Birds too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then lastly, we have this idea, no matter how powerful you become, it's not permanent. Nothing is permanent, which is a very, very traditional Jedi thinking process versus the Sith seeking out immortality. Of course, it turns out that the Jedi are the ones to discover immortality via Force ghosts and being one with the cosmic force. Mm-hmm. They got to earn it. <laughs> yep. Cannot take it. All right, Colleen, it is time for our power rankings. So every week we decide where in our rankings the current short goes with relation to the ones that we've already done. This is going to be a tough one. It's very tough. <laughs> so starting at the top of your list, Colleen, you're making the call now. 
does the elder belong above or below the ninth Jedi? Below. Does it belong above or below the village bride? Below. Does it belong above or below the duel? This is really hard. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, Just like initial reactions, connections to the characters, I'm going to say it's above. All right. So it's got your number three slot. Ooh, this is all right. This is going to be really tough (laughs) for me. It's definitely the ninth Jedi. It belongs below the ninth Jedi. The duel. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here's the thing. I think I like Dan and Tajin more than I like the Ronin. But I think on the whole, I like I like the duel just a little bit more. So I'm going to say it still belongs below the duel. Uh, but next up on my list is Tatooine Rhapsody, and we're we're definitely above Tatooine Rhapsody. So it's actually it is also in my number three slot. There we go. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's <laughs> just getting harder and harder. <laughs> okay, everybody. Now that we've decided our power rankings for this week, we're going to move into our recommendation section. I'm going to do something a little bit different today. I'm going to suggest three anime that feature an interesting teacher-student dynamic. They're all fairly well-known, so I won't go over the whole plot, but each show has a great eccentric teacher character. Should they be teaching children (laughs) is a key question here. (laughs) One of them, yes, absolutely. The other two, mm. (laughs) yes. But they also had that like big Dumbledore, let's just throw the kids into the fray and see how they do energy. <laughs> Very, if you have read High Republic, this is some load and great star energy from the teacher. <laughs> First, we're going to start out with Jujutsu Kaisen, fantastic. The breakout character from this 2020 fantasy sci-fi anime is Gojo, fantastic. He's mysterious, he's aloof, he's a sorcerer. He's teaching Yuji, who's the main character, as well as other aspiring sorcerers. He's probably the most powerful sorcerer in the world of Jujutsu Kaisen, but he's also very funny. He's very lighthearted with the kids. He's, he acts more like a kid than they do on occasion. Like they're 15 and he's acting like a fool. He's definitely not beneath a penis joke or two <laughs> or more, but he has very beautiful eyes. <laughs> he's very, very, very good looking. Next, we have Naruto. The forerunner to Gojo is Kakashi from this 2002 anime, Naruto. This is a very long journey. If you plan on watching Naruto, be aware that it is very, very <laughs> long. It's not just one anime series, it's three. If you're up for that epic binge, though, definitely try it. Kakashi is one of my favorite characters from the show, and he's the protagonist who's Naruto, his ninja teacher. He keeps half of his face covered at all times. It's hysterical. Like one of the biggest jokes is everyone trying to figure out what he looks like. <laughs> he has a mysterious and tragic past, always necessary. And he's addicted to romance novels. <laughs> like he's always <laughs> reading romance novels, romance manga. It's hilarious. Very fun, very dynamic character, very integral to the plot as Naruto Shippuden goes on. And then lastly, I've got to shout out my guy Aizawa from My Hero Academia. <laughs> He's not as charming or as lighthearted as Kakashi or Gojo, but he makes up for it by being like this very no-nonsense hero teacher. 
bringing out the best in all of his prospective superhero students. He's wonderful, dedicated, smart, one of the most tired, exhausted anime characters I've ever seen. <laughs> he perpetually has bags under his eyes. Sometimes he's like walking around in a very bright yellow sleeping bag. Like he will fall asleep in class and take a nap and be like, you guys need to figure this shit out by the time I wake up. <laughs> <It's great. laughs> also, he looks a lot like Tajin from the Elder. Like this is basically Jedi Aizawa. When I watched it, I'm like, ah, <laughs> it's Jedi Aizawa. It's perfect. I love it. So yes, those three, very good. There's only one season of Jujutsu Kaisen. So that is probably the easiest one to get into first. All right. All right. So for my recommendation this week, I, I was thinking I was trying to get something like a movie maybe, but actually this episode just reminded me so much of this particular episode. I would recommend you go and check out all of Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm. Um, but in particular, my recommendation to pair with this episode of Star Wars Visions is book three, episode eight, and that is The Puppet Master. Mm. It might be the most terrifying episode of The Last Airbender. Um, yes. It is chilling to see you have that older character living out in the woods. Uh, I can't say too much because I don't want to spoil it, but Katara has the builds very much in her journey um, and her bending abilities, particularly her water bending abilities. Um, and it's so good. It, it is so, so good. And very, very scary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that older character who is insanely powerful be careful of old people (laughs) (laughs) respect your elders everyone (laughs) all right well that is going to wrap it up for us so thank you for joining us today come with us again next time as we continue our visions journey with lop and ocho love lop and ocho (laughs) (laughs) you can find us on twitter and instagram at yaswpod follow us wherever you're getting your podcasts and check out all the offerings in the Forgotten Entertainment family at ForgottenEntertainment.com. You can also find Colleen and I on the Bohemian Geek Studies podcast, where we dive in, where we just finished diving into Star Wars Rebels. And then you can find Colleen's book, Star Wars book reviews on BohemianGeekStudies.com. Mm-hmm. Until next time, though. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>